Hey, yo, my check one, two, one, two. Welcome to episode one of the Ahmad Pod. Uh, this is like a rebrand. This is a, a freaking rebrand. I, I used to, this was the TPG podcast like a week ago, and I decided to rebrand. You know, new name, new, new everything, pretty much. I just want to do this. I want to do my podcast, you know, a little more consistently. You feel me? So this is just this is just what it is. It is what it is. Uh, I didn't really have nothing planned for this episode. Um, so uh, I mean, really? Okay, here's how I want to do it. Really, I'm gonna try not to have anything planned for each episode, and here's why. I, I'd rather for my thoughts to be more uh, more in the moment. Like, so it's more like what I'm doing is more an expression of like. I don't know how to explain it, like, so it's a lot more, like, in tune with what I'm thinking, like, so every episode is something, something different, like, what I'm thinking, because I think a lot every day, like, I'm, like, it's, it's real random, my thoughts are very scattered all over the place, that's basically how I want to express it in this podcast, so, um, I actually had, like, a few things written down, let's just get, get right into it, alright, so first of all, this, uh, the whole Bill, hold on, wait a minute. This nigga Bill Cosby, bro. He getting all types of stuff thrown on him in prison right now, bro. That man got hit with a with a hot dog bun, a chicken patty, bro. Y'all, 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 y'all prisoners a mess, bro. Y'all over here starting food fights just cause this man is in here. I ain't heard nothing about no chicken patties getting thrown, no, no spaghetti being dropped, no none of that before Bill Cosby's. Got in, got up in there. Y'all weird. Y'all on all types of weird stuff. But anyway, bro. Uh, you know, here's just like my thoughts on like the whole situation. You know, all those women came forward saying that they they were basically date raped by him or whatever. Bro, I don't really believe that 60 women were 60 women didn't consent to him having. I just, I, it's like something wrong with that. Like in my head, like. 60 women uh didn't say got me too like i don't i'm no 60 women were me tooing him like i don't know i don't know it's just like weird it's like it's hard for me to, to to think that it's 60 women that got assaulted you know uh allegedly were assaulted by him and they just now all of them just now going forth and saying something about it like that just doesn't sit well with me but i mean i don't believe all of them are like on bs i believe it's just a few i do believe he should be in jail because i do think he raped a few of them just not all of them i don't think he raped date raped 16 women i think a lot of them were just trying to get up on their check or whatever it's just it like it's even like crazy to think about like 60 women came forward and 60 or so i mean I think it's about 60, something like that. I don't really have all the facts. You know, I don't write nothing down. I'm an ignorant nigger. But, um, yeah, I don't... It's just hard for me to, hard for me to believe that 60 women got assaulted. He assaulted 60 women in the same... The, the gist of it is, like, in the same way. Like, in... I feel like a reputation would have proceed... Pre, pre, I can't even think of the word would have proceeded is that the, I don't want to say proceeded because I know what proceeded me proceeded like I feel like he would have had a reputation from the first few women 
that I mean I don't think all of them would have kept it a secret either like, uh, like you know how girls be flexing on Instagram like they sleep with a rapper they posting pictures like the next day so I'm like I mean you couldn't post a picture back then or could you you could have like put it in a newspaper or something I don't know if they had like TMZ back then bro I just dropped a pin a P-I-N I dropped a pin I don't know where it is I don't not want to step on oh here it is here it is I got it I got it did not want to step on that. It'd be a whole different podcast. I'd be doing the whole podcast with a damn pen in my foot. But, uh, yeah, that, that's just how I feel about that. I don't think, and you know, it's, it's, that's like a thin line, like, consent. Because I know it's like a bunch of people that's like, I done seen like a, like a few, um, little clips of different, like, celebrities talking about it and about how, like, they didn't have, like, drunk sex before. And stuff like that. Like, I mean, how can you consent while, like, drunk or even, like, high, I guess? How can you consent truthfully? Like, like, fully be aware of what's going on? Like, that's like a, like a weird, I guess, little nuance, nuances to it. I don't really, for me, I'm not, I'm not even gonna, I don't even know how to say it. My bad for, like, being, uh, kind of, like, at all, like I, I can't find words to say stuff today. That'll get better over time. This is like the first episode I've done in like a long time, and I haven't really done it in like a podcast like setting. It's kind of just been like real sporadic, and I'd like do like ten minute, ten minute little clips and just post them and say that that that's like my podcast or whatever. But this is gonna be a, this podcast is gonna be a little more, I guess, uh, uh, formatted. Uh, traditionally formatted, I guess that'd be the be the way to describe it. But yeah, anyway, um, yeah, I don't, I don't believe, I don't, I just don't, yeah, yeah, what I said before. I don't, th- I don't, I don't like. I, I feel like, I feel like it's like hard to cons. It's like that consent consensual is like really like there's a thin line. I, I just, anyway, moving on, moving on. Uh. Bill Cosby is like, like an icon in the in the in the. Um, he's an iconic black father figure, and I guess it's like a really bad look on. Subconsciously, it's like a bad look on black fathers because we he was like a a good black father figure for like a whole lot of years, and then you see what he was doing, what he what it ended up him getting. What he was into back then, even when we looked at him as like an icon, like an iconic black father, you see what he was really on? It's like a bad look for black fathers. And in a time where I feel like there aren't enough good black fathers. I don't think, it might even be a lot of, a few, a lot of good black fathers, but there's not a whole lot of great black fathers going around today. Like, that kind of brings me into my next point. I'm going to just, I'm going to wait on that one. I'm going to wait on that one. I'm going to like, I'm going to like wait till I introduce it first and then I'm going to come come back to that. All right, so basically Black China <laughs> Excuse me. Black China had like an interview or whatever and she was like talking about how how Drake put her on or whatever. Like how Drake uh Drake started putting her in his videos and that's kind of how like she blew up. She started getting more work opportunities and stuff like that. Um I just want to say like Shout out to like all the strippers that 
hold on. First of all, shout out to all the strippers. Period. Like, cause y'all, cause y'all are like y'all have like influenced like hip hop culture, like hip hop culture and culture, black culture in general is like y'all y'all have influenced it a whole lot. But I just wanna. It's like I wanna give like a special shout out to those that used stripping as a platform to go into other professions or like going to creating opportunity. They use stripping as a way to create other opportunities. You know, like Black China, like even the ones that's in the mainstream eye, like Black China, uh, um, Amber Rose. Oh, the best, best one I think would be probably be Cardi, I guess, Cardi B. But yeah, because I mean, and look, 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 y'all got to stop like shaming strippers and calling them all hoes because all of them ain't hoes, to be honest. I don't, I don't like how strippers get shamed a lot of that stuff is like even being like some of them being strippers like that's circumstantial like I feel like a whole lot of them wouldn't it's not a whole I don't think it's a whole lot of strippers that really enjoy doing what they do you know you get the ones that do and they're really good at it and they're they end up like I don't know they'll stay with it or they're like they keep that image on top of them like they keep they big up that image of them being a stripper because they own it and it's like a part of them. But then you get the ones that only stripped because you, they couldn't, let's say they were single mothers or or um, what else? They got kicked out of their homes, like they ended up homeless or whatever. Let's say uh, they were in, let's say they were even like, um, like in the system, like being adopted, like like we're going from group home to group home and that was like their only option. Some of them didn't even... Some of them were, in, let's say even some of them didn't get like the proper education and ended up dropping out of school. And you know, it was the only way for them to get like a type of income or even like live like their next life. Like, because I feel like life is like separated in segments. You, you're like a, a toddler, then you're like a young adult, then you go move on to adult, and then you move on to mature adult, then you move on to... uh midlife crisis adult and then you just old like that's how like i segment that i might i might actually make that like a topic that, that actually sounded interesting hey hey i just did that live i planned i planned on it i planned live i don't usually plan stuff but i just planned live i feel you feel me feel me i don't i'm not gonna be doing that y'all ain't important enough for me to plan but um anyway um what else do i want to talk about what else was I gonna say about them anyway? But yeah, I don't, it's like circumstantial. Like you get the ones that um, you get the ones that, like I was saying, you get the ones that actually love it and like enjoy stripping, and then you get the ones that only wanted to use that. They either either wanted the money or they thought of stripping as like a way to get. Um, Stripping was like they wait to the next, get to the top, like get to the next level, to get to the next phase of their life or like even their career, to even build a career afterwards. And, you know, I, like I have like a lot of respect for those, for those strippers. I have respect for strippers in general because that's not like a job that everyone could do. I, I don't feel like everyone could be a stripper. I don't feel like everyone could be comfortable with guys or even like girls looking at them for like hours a night. Or even like giving lap dances and stuff like that. I mean, I don't know how true that is. I ain't never been to the strip club. I don't know. I'm not sure exactly how it works. But I mean, from the stories I've heard, I'm guessing that's that's kind of what goes on. I don't think a whole lot of people are built for that. 
And I gotta have like some sort of respect for that, cause that means not only are you are you confident in your body, you're confident that somebody isn't gonna. Uh, you're confident, not even confident. You're strong enough and have enough courage to be able to go out afterwards and accept all the criticism that you get from people knowing if if uh, outside people know like people that don't go to the strip club know you really it doesn't matter to you you're just providing for yourself <laughs> or just doing what you love i got a lot of respect for that but i got like it's like a um i really like the ones that end up using that as like a pedestal like going to the next level like the what, what cardi b did i mean she really cardi did that at every level like she uh, got into like the um she used it as like a way to get into music she that was like her she her like her like introduction into music was after stripping then she got on love and hip hop then she really started uh popping up wasn't i think she blew up on social media i think she was doing music all all throughout the whole thing and she ended up just blowing up she ended up like blowing up and getting signed by Atlantic because her social, her brand, her brand was, uh, her brand ended up growing, whatever. And like, I got a lot of respect for that. Like, she, Cardi is like a really smart, low key, like, people be calling these like strippers and people that like talk like her, like the Ratchet Girls, they be thinking they dumb. But these like people be real smart. Like, they're smarter than the average member of the population, I must say. Cause I know a lot of people that talk like, that don't really talk proper. I know a whole lot of people that talk proper, and a lot of them ain't as successful or as business savvy and smart as the ones that don't at all. Like it's it's kind of crazy how like like even I was like I was thinking about that earlier because um it's a video. <laughs> Excuse me. It's like a video. It was a video of like uh, Kodak was like joking. Joking around or whatever. And I was looking in the comments. It was on Instagram. I was looking in the comments and they was all joking on how like they were saying like how he was dumb and how like how how he was stupid, how how he shouldn't have have money because he was stupid because he wasn't talking. He was talking like a certain way. And I was like, well, that's really not. They were saying he was illiterate because of the way he was talking. But first of all, I mean, if you want to call him stupid. You're stupid for calling him illiterate because illiterate means he doesn't know how to read. I mean, he wasn't reading in the video, so that's stupid anyway. But I'm saying, like, it, it, that's not even a reflection. The way people talk is not a reflection of their intelligence level to me. I mean, because it's, it's a whole lot of people that don't talk the book. It's like a... Think of the way that we talk, like, proper. Like, how we're taught to talk proper. That's like something that you learn in school. That's like book material and like everybody doesn't have access to like book material everybody doesn't need access to book material if you're a sweet talker or like even if you know how to speak in general if you know how to get your point across and you know how to um supersede all if you know how to supersede all those expectations of course if there's somebody like let's say you go in for a job interview and they don't like the way you talk okay that's just his um that's his perspective that's like what he thinks of you, but everybody's not gonna be like that. Everybody doesn't. Everybody in the business world, or even in life in general, is not gonna have such. It's not gonna make that real important, like the way that you talk and stuff like that. And I don't like the people that that like they like shit on other people because you talk. You might talk and know more words than me, 
Or like you know how to speak more eloquently than me. I don't think that's like a, a reflection of intelligence either. Some people are just like naturally introverted, one. Some people are around other people that talk the same that talk the same for like hours of the day and you don't like you don't have to be versatile with the things that you say. To be comfortable with the people that you live with. I don't have to be versed in three different languages and be able to say thirty different uh, synonyms and antonyms to my dad to be able to talk to him. You know, we probably say the same thing every day when we see each other. Like, hey, what's up? Like, what's going on? Like, stuff like that. I don't have to be able to, to like, use a diction. I don't have to be a human dictionary to talk to people all the time. And I just, I don't like that, that point of view. I don't like that, that uh, whole stigma. Like, people that don't, people that talk ratchet or people that talk slow or people that talk a little weird or like weird or dumb. Stupid or dumb. Unless, really, unless they have, like, autism or they, like, have, like, Down syndrome or something. I mean, that's really not a, a proper gauge of someone's intelligence. <laughs> and even when I think about that, like, the people that have autism and Down syndrome, they are smart, too. Like, they're really smart. They just, I don't want to say different, but, like, they're, like, I guess would be socially, they're, one, one, they're socially awkward. Like, they're, they're, um... They're social phenomenons. Like they're they're so different that people put them in a box, and people think like they're just stupid. They're not not factors at all. A lot of them, a lot of those people that have like autism and Down syndrome, they're like the smart. They're like really smart. They're some of them are smart as you and me. And like the things that's like the wiring that went wrong in their brain doesn't allow them to express themselves the way that we can. Like if that makes sense. And it's like, even that's like a stigma. Because if you actually like put your pride aside and actually stop being ignorant and calling them stupid and dumb and not wanting to be around them because you're embarrassed by it. If you actually like spend time with people that have autism and Down syndrome, you'll realize that. But you know, a lot of people like playing cool and and that's a whole different story. You know what, I'm going to touch on it. This is my podcast. I do what the hell I want to do. It's a whole lot of, a whole lot of people... You see, walking around, they so fake. They like, they clout chase. I'm first, hold on. First of all, I don't know who coined that phrase. I kind of like that phrase, and I kind of don't like it. Like I understand the gist. Like clout chasing is a bigger way of saying like you're, you're, you're doing things. You're you you're you're participating in antics to get attention. I guess is the way you describe clout chasing. And I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people have been, I mean, that's always been the case. Like, I don't like the the phrase clout chasing because people start tagging it to people that really aren't clout chasing. It's like if I call out somebody that's popular and I really don't, like, if I call them out on something that I don't like about them and then I get attention from it, then people say that I'm clout chasing because, because I just said something wrong about them and it got me attention. Like, it's that's not the case with everybody. Some people do have honest opinions of of people. Some people, like, basically, that's like, some people, for some people, that's just who they are. Like, it's not always clout chasing. And I don't like the, the word, I, I kind of, I like the way that it, it's shortened, like, the definition. Like, not really shortened the definition, but I guess, like, it's made it easier for millennials to understand, like, that word, like, clout chasing, like, it's e- it's easier for millennials to understand clout chasing than if you were to call somebody a poser or even sometimes when you call people fake, they don't even know what you mean by that. To them, they're just doing them. But 
like I was saying, it's a whole lot of people that's like, quote unquote, clout chasing, being fake, and they do it for like, I don't even know what they do. A lot of them have a goal in mind. Like, some people do the antics, some people act fake, like to get ahead, like, like let's say on Instagram. Like, they do it to get more followers, or like, let's say in like the business realm. They do it for everyone to, for, to have the majority like them. Or to have their superiors like them, and then usually in like a work in like a work environment, they'll be fake in front of their superiors, and then they show their real side to the employees that work there. And the employees know they they're a certain way, and then when the superiors come around, like their bosses and stuff, they act a whole different way. I act like they're like a perfect candidate, like they're a perfect like they're a perfect employee. I don't I don't really agree with all that either. I don't really like all that. I feel like um, it is important for there to be a time. There is a time and a place for everything. But you shouldn't like. If you're like a morally unconscious person away from people of that are of importance to you in in ways of advancement of your own career or something like that or something of that nature, like your career or like like, yeah, career. I feel like you shouldn't go go I feel like you shouldn't try to be try to be a better person in front of the right people. You should just be a If you're going to be fake, be fake around everybody. Like just be like If you're going to be fake, if you're going to be fake and you're going to act like you actually care about people, do it in front of everybody. Don't just pick and choose who to do it do it in front of. Let it be so we can't tell that you being fake. I'd rather you do that than have 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 it show in like different to have it show one day because somebody was around and then it goes away another day. Cause I feel like that's like that's disrespecting its own. Like I say I got comfortable with you being the nice person. Like I got comfortable with you being the nice person. Or I, I grew to or I like went on to think that you were like this really great person and then you switch up because oh boss number one isn't here. Like I just don't like that. I feel like you should it should be something like it should be a positive work environment it should be a positive um environment for everyone year around like like if you're working in a group it, it should be a pro, some type of promotion of positivity and being fake and acting fake like that and like changing up your personality in front of the right people that doesn't promote positivity cuz everybody's going to be the one or the ones that's the ones that's actually like paying attention and they actually look at stuff like that. They're gonna they're gonna call that out right away, and then that's gonna cause tension between you and that person. And then let's say the person that uh that noticed you were being fake, they gonna tell somebody else, and then they are gonna start. There's gonna be tension between you and that person, and it's like it's it's just like see what I'm saying. I just don't like the, I don't I don't like all the fake stuff that's going on. Like I don't like all the uh. All the um, pretending to be a friend of me or someone else to like to be on my good side and stuff like that. I don't, I don't, I don't like all that. I don't know. If you if you doing it and I can't tell you doing it, I mean, fine, shame on me. I I I didn't realize you were doing it. But if it, if it I would rather you just keep keep up that um, image than like switch up. Because 
you know, something changed or something like that. I don't, I don't even really know how to explain that, how to explain it. Like, I would rather you keep up that energy, that energy of being fake to me all the time than let me, let me figure out that you being fake. Because if I don't figure it out, it really isn't a factor, to be honest. I really don't care. You can be fake to me. As long as I don't know that you being fake to me, it's cool. I don't really, I'm not all sentimental about all that bull crap they be talking about, like how, how like, uh, what's another example of that? An example of people being real. <clears throat> like when people, um, like when a person donates to like a charity or something, and let's say they benefited from donating to that charity, and people are outraged because, because, uh. I been they benefited from it and it and it supposedly didn't really come from their heart. I don't I, I mean are you more are you more upset about me benefiting from like don't about me benefiting from that act than you are about the people that it actually then are then you're happy about the people that it actually helped? Like I feel like um that's another point. I feel like negativity is more promoted than positivity in in all realms, like even on the news. Like the bad story is going to take precedence over the good story anyway. And I feel like that's American culture. Americans uh, promote negativity in a lot of different ways, whether that be like in fighting, words, news, uh, sports, like the bad stories, the stories where it tear people, where people are torn down. The stories where people are torn down or like where uh someone's done something wrong, like that pretty much saturates saturates like it saturates every environment, like in 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 the, the United States or in America or whatever you want to call it. Like the bad story always you know what I'm saying. Like y'all get it, y'all get it. But yeah, that's like American culture. Like, even if you look, like, in the good stories, like, if you go into, like, a comment, like, the comment section on, like, social media. Well, social media is different anyway. Hold on. Let me let me touch on the social media negativity. Social media is a toxic world anyway. Because, I mean, think about it like this. It's like a, uh, it only takes one bad apple to spoil the whole bunch. And it's like... If one person says one thing, if one person says something bad to, like, in the comment section, well, then you've let the other people who would never say that, let's say, let me start over, let me start over. Let's say I'm in, like, the comment section of, like, a, uh, like, of, like, Instagram or something like that, right? Now, let's say... I as a person, I I as like a bad person, or I say I said something negative about something that's in like a video or something, like something like totally out of the blue, not really out of the blue, but something that was like uncalled for, like uncalled for negativity, like okay, that just made it okay because I said it and I set the example, and people gave it attention because it was negative. Then I let other people who, who otherwise wouldn't have said anything negative, it it it. Like, permits them to say something negative just because I said it. Like, they see that it's okay for them to do it, and then they want to do it. And, like, I guess you, I guess that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, it, it's like, like, it spreads quickly. Negativity on social media spreads very, it's like, not only is it, it's like toxic. Social media is very toxic. Toxic in negativity. They would rather, because in social media, it's, reactions are more important than truth in social media.
you know, people people do stuff for reactions on social media. They do it for like clout. Like that's where clout chasing comes back. Like I feel like I feel like a lot of this little it's just a bad culture. It's like a bad culture anyway. Like if you spend too much time on social media, those the people that spend too much time on social media are end up being the ones that are the most broken inside. They have the most insecurities. They have like this negative perception of what life is. They get they're the ones that really don't people say that like like especially like let me give it let me give an example. They were saying like how Eminem was out of touch because he's not really on social media and he doesn't really um he doesn't really work with any of like the newer artists, so like he's out of touch. He he's not really on social media active, like most of his uh, younger rappers, like most of the younger rappers in the rap game. Um, how do I say it? He may be out of touch, out of touch with what's going on in rap, but. I feel like when you're on social media too much, you become out of touch with what's really reality. Reality and not just like what's with what's really reality and what's really um like like for example, the way people like the way people like like I can post a picture in like Los Angeles and like in front of all the little sites, like in front of the the Hollywood sign, or like the Beverly Hills sign, or like in front of the trees and bad bitches and sun, and sunlight and all that. Like I could post a picture of all that, and you would think, you know, life is great. But then there's also areas in Los Angeles that are like like slummy and drug infested, and like it's just not bad places. I mean, it's just not good places to to live anyway. And like social media only shows you the good. Social media sometimes will will only show you half of the story of what's really like, like um, what's the word? Only show you half of the story of a place or like of a person or like of a thing. Like they only show you half of the story, the story that that person or that that entity wants to show. It doesn't show the like the actual truth. And you know, people believe believe like everything they see on social media. You feel me? They they thought um except when it's something really like logical and something that's not some except when it's like really logical and simple. Like when they were showing the videos of when like Triple X died and like he was in his car like slouched over and then people were still people after seeing the video and like after seeing him in his car shot dead were saying that that he was still alive and that it was like a publicity stunt for like a video or a song or whatever like it's just stupid. Like we just saw the man die, and then the um, even after like the uh, county, like like the um, the hospital of like the county. I guess it was the hospital, like the medical region, like the the medical service, whatever of like the county or. or County that he ended up going to the hospital afterwards, even after they pronounced that he was dead, people were still saying that he was alive and that he was like it was like a publicity stunt. It's like just little stupid stuff, like yeah, stuff like that. Internet is internet is social media in general is like real stupid on stuff like that. That's why I like I like giving myself a break. Like I go like um 
I don't go on social media before 12 in the morning because I feel like I'm more focused when I first wake up. Like, I'm less focused. Okay. The first thing a lot of people do when they get up in the morning is they check, like, their Instagram, their Twitter, and stuff like that. And that's, like, a bad way to start your day because you're starting your day with a whole bunch of that bull crap. Like, I, I would rather, I I wait until, like, after 12 before I check everything. Unless I feel like I'm getting, like, unless I feel like it's something important. Like, I gotta, I'm waiting on somebody to reply to something. Like, like, like if somebody doesn't have my number and all they can do is DM. Like, I'll go in, check that, check if that person DM me back and then I'll back out. Like, I don't even look at my feed on Instagram or nothing, like, before 12. And I feel like uh, I'm more calm and I can get more stuff done when I don't have social media in the back of my head. Like, I can get more stuff done that I actually am in, that's actually here, like, actually in front of me, rather than having my eyes on a screen all day and, like, all morning and trying to balance social media life. Because there is a difference. There is, apparently. Like, people have made it so, people have, like, made it so, like, your social media life is different than who you are. And people have... How do I say it? <laughs> I'm having a lot of, like, these little brain farts. Like, I can't... Like, I, I go off to... That's probably because I don't plan nothing and I don't write nothing down. That might be a reason. But, yeah. People are now starting to acknowledge that they have a social media life and that they have a... Uh, they have their real life and then they have their social media life. Like... People are starting to be sociopaths and actually acknowledge both of those as two different entities, which is like weird to me. Like, I'm gonna tell you what else is weird. Like, yeah, it kind of it's kind of like similar. Like how people will have a spam account and then they real Instagram account, and they had the spam account to say what they want to say, but wouldn't want to say on their real account. And then, then what is the real account? It's just yeah, yeah. You see what I mean? Like it's just a whole bunch of stupid stuff. <sighs> it's a whole bunch of cars going by. Like I don't even know. Y'all probably can't hear that, but it's a whole lot of cars like going by, and it's like like really distracting. Like I don't like. I don't like like. I record. I'm like recording next to a window. That's probably like part of the problem. I'm. I don't, I don't know. Y'all don't care about that though. Y'all y'all don't care about none of this. And what I'm talking about. I'm basically talking to myself. No one's uh, listening. At least that's how I'm going about it. I don't really care who listens to this, to be honest. If y'all want to listen to it, and y'all want to hear, like, good points of view, y'all want to hear, like, well, in there, good points of view, in my opinion. I just don't, like, speak eloquently all the time. Uh, you probably can tell that already. I don't, sometimes I lose my train of thought. Sometimes I say stuff. I butcher what I'm thinking all the time. I do it all the time. But, bro, who is calling me? Hold on one second. Hold on, hold on, wait a minute. No matter, no matter of fact, I'm finna, I'm finna decline this call on the mic. Hold on. Wait a minute. No, wait a minute. Who is... Pause that. Nobody trying to hear all that while I'm recording, dude. Are you crazy? But anyway, I'll, I'll get back to whoever that... No, I'm not. I'm probably not gonna call back. I'm probably gonna forget doing this. Doing this. You are, if, you know, if you know me, you know I, I forget about a lot of stuff. Not really. I don't really forget about it. I just don't do it. But, um, what else was I going to talk about? What else is on my little list? I only had three things on this list. You see how much I talked about off of those two two little current events, like the Bill Cosby and the Black China situation? Like, 
that interview. I didn't even talk about the interview. I really didn't want to talk about the interview. I just wanted to talk about strippers. That's why I brought it up. I love my strippers. But um anyway, uh I wanted to talk about uh Chris Brown. Now, I feel like Chris Brown is one of the greatest artists. Like he's one of the greatest artists I know of my generation. Like like I was born in 1998. So like from 1998 to 2018, like he's definitely like one of the most influential. Like if you look at the people that are that were that were that came after him, like the ones that's like rapping and singing. Like a lot of people like credit the rapping with the singing to Drake, but I feel like the people that do it best are the ones that are actually doing like R like full on R and B. Like the like a lot of these R and B singers like let me give you like an example. Um Black, Six Lack, or whatever y'all call him. I think his name is Black. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh Black, um Trey Songs can rap. Um Tory Lanez sometimes can rap. Sometimes Tory Tory Lanez is like weird for me. Tory Lanez is like a uh how do I say it? Tory Lanez sounds like like his best songs sound like somebody else. Like his best songs sound like another artist, like a different artist would have rapped it, like or or would have said it or like would have made that song. He doesn't really have an original sound, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. But yes, yeah, so, like rappers like Tory Lanez, um I mean R&B stars like Tory Lanez, um who else? Uh uh Bryson Tiller, Soda Conda. Um, who else? Um, I'm missing somebody. I'm missing a few people. I'm trash. I can't. I can't do this. I can't even do it. Let me just stop right. There. But like I was saying, like the singers that ended up, the singers that also rap. Um, what else? Uh, the image, like the bad, like the kind of like bad good guy turned bad image, was kind of championed by him, I guess. Rather than just being, uh, bro, can y'all stop with this phone stuff? Like, dang. Over here giving me voicemails and missing, having me miss, bro, come on now. Come on. I'm podcasting right now. Can y'all wait? Like, 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 I just cleaned this mess. Can we keep it clean for 10 minutes? Like, that's, that's, that's what I'm on right now. That's, that's what I'm on. But, um, yeah, Chris Brown is one of like, he's like probably my favorite singer male singer out right now he's been that been that for okay my two favorite artists are probably chris brown and uh future and um like just one of the like like his influence i feel like like the the what was i saying like how the good guy turned bad um a little stigma like like you saw um justin bieber did it um who else who else kind of went down that road? Uh, I can't think of nobody else. It ain't really nobody else that's like big and like a generation of talent like that that's done it. But I, it's a it's a few smaller artists that have done that. Like like been on that little kid stuff at first, like being real PC and um, PG, and then went on to be more explicit and it showed in like their actual personality like they started getting actually in trouble and they started living it but yeah Chris Brown like is like 
people like to compare him to Michael Jackson, but I would say he's more so like a. Uh, I would compare Chris Brown more to Bobby Brown, if that makes sense. I think he fits that build a little better, even though he wasn't in a group. I think he's closer to like, like a Bobby Brown type when it comes to like being an R&B singer, but also fitting in hip hop culture. I feel like I, I feel like that's a, that's a bad comparison. It might be a good comparison. I don't know. That's that's just how I feel. That's how I look at it. But um, are we okay? Even with him, like I be thinking, like, do we even know really that he's on cocaine? Like I've like I've heard that a bunch of times. Like people have been saying that in the media that like he he's on drugs or like he's been on drugs or like stuff like that. And like I don't even know if that's like. We even know for sure he's on drugs. I mean, I know his face is a lot slimmer than it was like even like six or seven years ago. His face is a lot slimmer. <laughs> but I don't know if that necessarily has to do with drugs. But I do know he smokes cigarettes, and that's why his voice got worse over time. Cause like if you listen to like a lot of his um his earlier like music. He didn't use nearly as much auto-tune as he does now. I mean, I kind of like like his auto-tune singing. Like, I, I kind of think that's like... Part of me thinks it's because his, because his voice ain't the same. But the other part of me is that I think he wanted to... I think it, contributes, it contributed and he knew that it would contribute to him having a better style, too. It's kind of like how... How, um... Future said he started using auto-tune because it made his voice sound grittier. I think Chris Brown was kind of going for something like that, too, when he started putting like auto-tune on his vocals. But, yeah, that's, that's just how I feel about it. Um, wow, I've been speaking. I've been talking for, like, 40 minutes. This is, like, really good for me. Yeah, I like that. I like that. And I'm on... I promise every episode is not going to be this bad. Like, I know when I, I started out really slow. Like, I started out like I didn't really have words for anything. Like, I was like, I was actually kind of nervous to start. Oh, y'all might hear that. I like how I picked up my pen because I dropped it. And I just hit my chin on my mic. But uh, every episode is not going to, like, as I get better at this, or like, like when I, as I get more, more uh, comfortable pressing play, It'll get better over time. Like that intro like had me kind of nervous because I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what I should be saying. I should probably like come up with a script for like my intros or whatever. I think that'd be better. But uh, anyway, um, I ain't really got much else to talk about that I want to talk about right now. Um, I'll probably have like another episode out. I'm not even going to put a date on it because ain't no telling when I'm going to have another episode out. Y'all done seen I done left for like a, a year and some change. But anyway, yeah. Um, subscribe to the podcast. Um, on Whether you're on YouTube, listen to this, listening to this on YouTube, on uh, Apple Podcasts, um, uh, Spotify. Um, what else am I on? Uh, I think I'm on something radio box or something like that just make sure you subscribe uh like and comment if you're on youtube um turn that bell notification on like yeah yeah y'all just have y'all be good be good and i'll be back on the next one holla